Welcome to Walking Free, everyone. This is Pastor Evan Booyaker, and today on the show, we have Pastor Tony Laporte, and he's going to talk to us about spiritualism. He's had some interesting experiences in it, and uh, I'm sure you're all really going to enjoy this today. So welcome, Pastor Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Pastor Evans. How, how are things going for you? Oh, they're going pretty good. I uh Oh, it's been a good day so far, and the weather's nice, uh, about in the 50s or so and sunny, so that's that's nice. Well, that's excellent, because down here, we in Charleston are at 72, I believe. Ooh, that's, that's pretty nice after that winter freeze we all had a little bit ago. Absolutely. Well, uh, so some people may not be familiar with what spiritualism is. What is spiritualism? In a nutshell, spiritualism is the belief that the dead can contact the the different individuals, um, as well as individuals through a medium can contact the dead. Okay, so that's communication between the dead and the living is spiritualism. Absolutely. And you you told me that you've been involved in it. How did you get involved in it? Well, you know, it goes back to my uh, when I was uh, brought up. I come from the Roman Catholic religion, um, and uh, in our home, we had somewhat of a dualistic belief system, and what I mean by that is, as you know, Catholic Church uh, uh, believes that when somebody dies, their spirit does live, uh, either they go to heaven, or they go to purgatory, or even hell. Um, but what's interesting about it is that also we had the spiritualism aspect in our home, where once a year, um, they would had a, we had a holiday called the, the Day of the Dead, or Hallow Day. And um, I recall my mother uh, always lighting candles uh, in memory of all of our relatives that had died. And um, we, we also, I um, was exposed to uh, my father's music. He used to use a particular album every so often. And this album was dedicated to, to uh, the spiritual world, spiritual gods. And it was a, there were songs. Um, in fact, for people that know what salsa is, they, it was sound something like that. But it was dedicated to these gods. So that was uh, my first exposure uh, to the beginnings of spiritualism. Okay, you were you were exposed to spiritualism in your home. It was just right there with you. Absolutely, I can recall. Wow. I can recall uh, several instances uh, when we used to live in New York. We we would be sitting in the uh, living room and uh, at night watching a movie or so on and so forth. And then in the kitchen, you will hear pots and pans and chairs being moved, and nobody would be there. Uh, that was something that would happen quite often. Um, my older brother, he had an episode when he saw a lady coming down the the hallway. We used to live in projects, uh, but she she was floating in the air. Uh, so. Um, those the lady was floating. She was floating. She was not uh, coming down the stairs like any other normal person would. You know, so wow. when I lived in Puerto Rico, um, I remember one time I recall that we were, we just came from New York. We I was living in, uh, was sleeping in a bunk bed uh, with my brother and uh, something woke me up. And that something was two beautiful, bright blue eyes were staring at me. Um, nobody was there, only these two eyes. So I would kind of toss and turn and try to peek a little bit to find out what it was. But these eyes were always looking dead set on me. Um, the funny part about it is I fell off the bed and fell on a bedpan. 
I woke up everybody in the house. <laughs> I asked I, I asked my mother, I says, hey, I told her, and she asked me what happened to you, and I says, look, these two eyes were watching me, and, um, you know, I got a little scared. And she says, oh, don't worry, that's your uncle. Um, I had an uncle that passed away. Um, so that's how the type of explanations I would get. And um, when I was living in New Jersey, um, I used to uh, sleep in a couch, and every night there was uh, an impression that was done. It was like somebody was sitting um, in, uh, on the couch towards my head. And every night I would feel that, like if it's the mattress sinks down a little bit. And um, I asked my mother about it again. And she says, well, uh, let's put the dog there. We had a dog then uh, because one of the myths that animals see spirits. Uh, so uh, the dog was howling. Yeah. It was definitely howling. Um, it, it was one of the beginnings of the manifestations that I had. Okay. Wow. That's uh, those things are definitely not normal things in a household. But it sounds like your whole family was pretty used to it. Um, how did how did you realize this wasn't normal or, or that this was not good? And how did you escape it? Well, believe it or not, um, when these things started to happen, and I was a little older, um, I remember my sister and I used to um, when we when we uh, kind of got exposed to it, I, I, we, in New York, New Jersey, we had like spiritualist clinics, um, and uh, we decided to go and visit one of these spiritualists, and um, I, I remember uh, when I walked in, um, it's, it's, it was scary, uh, because they told me more about myself than I knew about myself, and they didn't even know me, and um, they would uh, prescribe some kind of uh, portion uh, for you to bathe with, to keep the evil spirits away from you. And um, during the session, supposedly they would get manifested by these evil spirits that were trying to torment me. And, uh, and then they were supposed to have been good spirits that were fighting back. So that's how I really got exposed even more because I started to, to visit uh, spiritualists. And then, and then on top of that... Um, there was a, um, an, uh, there's another side of spiritualism. It's called in Spanish, uh, Santerismo, which is Santeros, meaning that they don't communicate with the dead, but they communicate with the saints in heaven. And you're talking about um, being uh, afraid. Uh, yes. You were afraid. Yeah, I can imagine finding out there's a spiritual battle going in the background and having to do these rituals, these potions to clear spirits and talk right. saints. So how did you escape this? Um, what was the turning point for you? Well, the turning point, believe it or not, even though um, uh, I used to be actively going to these clinics, I also was attracted to church. Always went to church. Always prayed. Not when they were, that we had mass, but when there wasn't any mass, I used to go in and meditate a lot. And uh, one day... Uh, when my father died in 1968, I was about 13 years old then, um, my sister came all the way from Astoria, Queens to uh, New Jersey and told us that our dad had died. And we asked her, how did you know that? And she said that in her apartment, her dog started to howl. And when she looked at her bed, she said that she saw my father. Mind you, he was dead in, at the hospital. But she said she saw him. So that started to a, a, uh, a turnaround. We started to try to understand a little bit more. And um, during a Christmas, uh, one of my brothers, the first one who became an Adventist, 
he talked to us about a couple of things that we didn't know. And uh, that was the turning point. That was the so whole turning when point. Your father had died, and your brother comes along with some things that uh, that you needed to hear. Right. Right. And, right. Uh, what What were some of the things that God's word says about spiritualism? Did your brother talk with you about spiritualism, or did that come a little later? Well, that came a little later. Okay. Um, but uh, some of the things that um, in the scriptures, for instance, uh, God has told us that we need to abstain from these uh, spiritualists, dark world, um, and mediums. And uh, like, for instance, in Leviticus 19, um, verse 31, uh, God says, Give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. And uh, we also find in chapter 20, uh, verse 6, where he says, And the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. You see, spiritualism is, is a paganistic teaching. That, that comes back even from the Garden of Eden, when the devil made the first sermon, said the first sermon concerning the, the uh, uh, death. And, um, and that has been brought onto our generations. And, and of course, um, as you know today, uh, we... We see many TV programs, a lot of advertisement uh, that is being uh, shared with people uh, concerning their future, their prosperity, and so on and so forth. So God, God has told us that we need to stay away from it. In fact, we're told by, um, by Paul that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, powers of darkness. Um, and, from, and, and we need to be able to, to uh, recognize these that's things it. and escape. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. That's the only yeah, way we can escape amazing. that, by not believing. Uh, put on the armor of yes. God and, yes. and have the sword of the Spirit. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to stop you there. I was just saying yes. that's it. Like, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> but, okay. Yes, no, no, I, I agree. Um, but, you know, uh, Pastor Evans... If we try to battle that kind of belief on our own, we are fighting a losing battle. Mm. Because these, these manifestations, these manifestations that people have are real. They're not, they're not fake. They're real. And just as we read in the Bible about people being demon-possessed and Christ um, um, healing them, we have that going on today. Yeah, those, th those kinds of things do go on today, too. I I don't know of any specific, I can't think of any offhand, but uh, they are happening. It, it's very, very real. I had a, uh, a young, young family, and uh, one, the daughter was going to high school. Um, and uh, she said, she was coming to church, but she said that one time her friends decided to play with a Ouija board. And uh, they decided to ask, who is it that is giving them answers? And she said that this Ouija board just spelled out Satan for them. And she said that as soon as she saw that, she just took off. Didn't want to mess around with that anymore. So, yeah, those Ouija boards, those are dangerous things. Um, you know, Absolutely. The, uh, spiritualism, like communicating with dead, is present in different areas in our culture, or 
even in people's lives. Yeah. So what are some myths or false ideas about spiritualism and, and what it's about or some deceptions? About well, two things that I want to zoom in that people, for people to understand, there is no such thing as a good medium and a, and a bad medium. They all come from the same source. Even though you may speak to these people and some of them will even use the name of God. They will even bless you. They will even, uh, when you leave, they'll say, may God bless you. But beware that that is not the Spirit of God. You will also have people that will tell you um, that you have, uh, what I want to say, not, not bad luck, but that you are being per, uh, uh, pursued by an evil spirit, by an evil demon, and they will tell you they can help you. Stay away from that. They, that's a myth. Uh, this is just a devil um, informing other humans um, about yourself so that he can make a believer out of you. Wow. So they'll, that, that's, wow, that, that's scary. So they'll even try to manipulate you into believing some of this. Absolutely, absolutely. And like in Puerto Rico, for instance, they used to say, well, we have the bad spiritualist and we have the good spiritualist. The good spiritualist is supposed to give you the potions to get the evil spirits away from you. And then the bad ones are the ones that cast the spells on you. Huh. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's really, and do you know what? In some of our countries, I can tell you a lot about the Hispanics, but in a lot of the Hispanics countries, they still practice that. That's a practice. So if, if someone is trapped in spiritualism or they're having trouble with spirits, what would you suggest to someone to get out of this and, and run? Like, how, how are they going to run away from this? What should they do? The first thing that I suggest for a person who's, who's been, um, um, uh, what I want to say, hurt or ma uh, manipulated by this, they need to find a pastor or elder or somebody that is spiritual, spiritually mature, and ask that person to help. And the, the initial thing that has to be done is you need to pray. You need to pray for the healing, for, for God's presence, uh, so that you can allow the Holy Spirit work in your life and chase these things away from you. Remember, we can't do this on our own, so we need help. So, somebody that is spiritually sound, you want to go to. Okay, so you would suggest that someone goes and finds someone who is dedicated to the Lord God. Right. And have them pray for you and counsel and point you towards Jesus. That's correct. That is correct. That's the beginning. Amen. And, of course, the individual needs to open his heart or her heart, her mind, and allow and trust God. Jesus. They have to trust God. That's how. Uh, that's how I would say. say. That his, uh, his ministry, because of your faith, you've been healed. Yes, yes, and I can tell you that this is. Uh, I am not saying this because I read it, but I. I've been there, done that, and my escape was Jesus. In fact, I will tell you. I remember one particular event that took that that happened to me. I, I was. Um, I was crossing a street. Uh, it was called Jersey Avenue. One of the the most. Uh, I would say, busiest uh, avenues there in Jersey City back in those days. And I was standing at a corner, and um, no, nobody was there with me. I was just in the corner waiting for the light to change so I can cross. And uh, when the traffic was, was moving, uh, this particular car was coming in pretty fast. Something, while I was on that corner, pushed me out. Whoa. Totally pushed me out in front of that car so I can get, obviously, killed. But at the same time, something grabbed a hold of me and pulled me right back. <laughs> I never forget that. Um, I believe that that um, 
in my particular life, the devil has been trying to, to interrupt. Uh, he can't do it anymore, but back then, he was working really hard. You know, um, so it's, it's, uh, it's real. Yeah, definitely. And we need to be, true. Like, be careful. Word says, I mean, God's word was very clear about dealing with mediums or spirits that it's, it's not something you want to do, and it'll cause you to lose your salvation, even just going to consult them. I mean, God says, stay away. Stay away. Stay away. In fact, it tells us to make sure that not just stay away from that, but stay away from the people who suggest it. We have to stay. If, if somebody suggests to you uh, to accompany them to one of these rituals or to read something, don't do it. Get away right away. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's safety. Yes. Um, yes. Well, thank you, Pastor Tony. Uh, it's been fantastic hearing your experiences in spiritualism and seeing how God has brought you out of it. I, I think this is going to be helpful to some people out there. And I, I know it's been helpful to me, too, to remember that we truly are living yes. in a battle where there are good and evil yes. forces you know, pushing us forward and pulling us back. Uh, like, you know, you said when you're about to get pushed in front of a car. So I, I want to thank you, Pastor Tony, for being on Walking Free today. And, uh, you're welcome. It, it, was, it was great. God bless you. Take care. God bless you. You take care, too.